Okay, Vidavka Bakarka. So the children were swallowed up into the ground uh, to protect them from the Egyptians. Kiha Adam Mithilas Briaso Nivra Mina Adama. Is she Yeah, yeah. Okay. We turn the page, that's right. <laughs> um, so man is created initially from the ground so the Pasuk says that the earth will bring forth a living soul so man first of all we have a double connection over here. First connection is that man is comes from the Aras. Secondly, the title itself tells you it's not just a coincidence or you know, for whatever sort of a, a side reason why he came from the Aras, but that this is a key. Um, a key description of what man is to the point that man is called by that name. Voroi Kasher Hashem Yisborach Histir Osam Beneis Bilti Tevi She Yunistarim Bumakam Shiyotza HaAdam Misham. So if Adam is gonna escape to some sort of a different reality, you should escape to, it doesn't make sense for them to, I don't know, go underwater or something, because water and people is not, uh, we're not fish, it doesn't mix, right? So it, then it makes sense for them to be uh, in the arts. And this, that it says, that the Egyptians would bring oxen and plow on the ground, plow the ground, trying to, plowing the backs of the children. So the Egyptians so for, uh, are acting, are impacting upon the Jewish people in a massive way. There, there's, a, there's a tremendous uh, impact. Again. We're saying this is not actually uh, physically happening, right? So we're saying that the Egyptians were impacting the Jewish people very much, kind of related to what we're talking about with you know, the Jewish people, even our community being impacted by the environment, by the surroundings, by, by you know, whether it be alcoholism or where a new bar opened up in, in the neighborhood. They were closed, but a new one opened. You know that? 
Japón y Ecuador. Yes. Bueno. Yeah. I was excited, maybe something else with <laughs> another part. Okay, uh, or you know, marijuana or whatever else. That's but that's you know, at least uh, it impacts us. But there, the Egyptians were mamish with the greatest koach that it was tremendously impactful. However, one imagine and describe it, the uh, but it was tremendously impactful. So that is conveyed by the action of the shore. The shore is. Baal Koach. Like the Pasuk says, Vrav Tvuos B'Koach Shor, V'hainu Poilim Bahem HaMitzrayim, L'Sum Guvam V'Gviyosam B'Aretz Legamri. To place their bodies, Guf and Gvi are. The name is Give Um. The name is Gvi, which is the same thing as a Guf. Um, into the ground entirely. Kind of a like a crushing, like you know, like you plow something, you, you literally it's like crush it, destroy it, uh, you know, uh, in an absolute way. But this type of a crushing, you know, really digging into us type of a way. But the truth is that that helped us to find even greater cohos within ourselves. To a certain extent, I think it's pretty clear that when Klausel were in a much, much harder situation, let's say in Europe, with all the terrible anti-Semitism and the terrible you know, oppression by the, by the Christians and, and everything, in the hard times, people became stronger people. People found in themselves abilities that they that they wouldn't have had otherwise. Um, whereas nowadays that lives are much more cushy, so then you have people, people uh, are very entitled and uh, they, don't, they, they don't find that tremendous koach inside. Whereas back then, the Oz, Nis'alu Yoser V'Yoser, El HaYesod Shalahem Shoadama. We more and more became connected to our root of who we are. So the more a person gets connected to his root, find out who I really am, all this junk, all this external stuff, you know. Oh, we, we have to go... I'm not talking about you guys, but, but, but I'm talking about other people like who don't do the vacation, you do to Florida, but the actual, like, quote-unquote, an actual Florida vacation. Like, people don't have any money, but like, well, we have to, we have to go on a vacation to Florida because our kids are going to be embarrassed if they walk into their class and the other children are all saying they were in Florida and our children didn't go to Florida. 
they're going to be embarrassed. So we have to take out a loan, a gmach, from the, from the, um, the chesed fund, the credit cards, we have to fly, a hotel, there it is. The, finances. What? Yeah, kind of finance? How do, you, how do you think we finance it? So, <clears throat> it's a, yeah, it, everything has to be pristine, perfect. No, a child can't experience any, we, we came to America, we were immigrants, you know, 10-year-old, not speaking language, no cool clothes, no sneakers, no this, this. and that's, uh, you understood that that's not what life is about, and you have to help your parents to, you know, pay for rent. But, uh, right, and, and he's explaining alumnus that the more they, they pushed us, the more we have to find who we really are, discover our root, which is the Adama. That's what the Chazal are telling. It's like we're getting connected into our root, and that gives us the koach to grow and to become big and strong. Even though initially it's crushing. I mean, initially it's hard. If somebody has, say, uh, a child that has certain challenges in school, and he went through those challenges, he's going to come out, he's going to discover, well, why do I care to be learning? Why do I care to stay in school? Why do I... And then, as a result, he's going to come out a bigger person than just, just a cookie cutter, just, you know, everything is always perfect. Sounds a lot like the first couple chapters. So why, was, why specifically we had to go in the start? That was that was like a very general picture. Right now we're talking about a very, uh, a very very specific Maimar Chazal, which you're right is speaking to that very general picture. Yeah, we're saying, and back in that first chapter, we said the reason why we had to go specifically to Mitzrayim is because they were complete opposite, opposite. right? That would cause a, a kiln-like, crucible-like scenario. That's you, right. You were saying it, it, that that's broad, and now I think actually how did it work? Um, you say, what, what is... I mean, number one, you're just explaining a Maimar Chazal. Right. But you're saying what new information... I, I guess one new information is being added is this concept of man... You, you see how much man, by man, by Adam, I mean, Atem Kurim Adam, Adam Atem, right, you're Adam, uh, that we see how much Adam is sourced in the Adama. Meaning, to the point that, meaning, when, when we're being pushed, when we're being crushed, right, it's appropriate to describe that as we're being plowed under, right? And that we're gonna sprout from that Adama. Which I think also is important is if you understand that an Adam is a person, is is Adama, is soil. So then you understand soil is only fertile when you beat the living heck out of it. When you plow it with oxen. Right? When you just 
crush it and drag giant metal combs along it, that's what brings forth pears. Which is so ironic because we do our absolute best to avoid these situations for obvious reasons. You don't want to put yourself, I tell us not to put yourself in any challenging situations after what happens, happens. You should embrace those challenges, but you don't want to be looking for it. Right. We're seeing to what extent you have to embrace those challenges. I mean, to understand that I am Adama. Adam Adama. If I'm going to be fertile, if I'm going to bring forth things, it's only going to be through challenge, which is why, you're right, because I'll tell you not to look for challenges. But they also tell you that you have an obligation to learn Muslim. And the Gon says... That's a way to avoid these challenges. That's right. Because one way or another, the Adama has to get plowed. It's a, it's a bit of a weird analogy compared to, to Earth. Like we, we're connected to Earth. Earth, Earth is Adam, right? And we call, we call Adam is a little more. Earth is Adama. Sorry. Earth is Adama. We're, we're called Adam. We call Adam, right? That's a lower level than we call Ish. I would think our, our source and our sense of identity is, is, is Bishamayim. You have to remember, we're talking about how you're going to grow. I mean, to say, you start, Adama means you are an entity of potential. Right? We're talking, you're right, once you, you, know, you grow, you can become a, like Moshe Rabbeinu, Yishelokim, right? A man of God. But that's like a, but here we're, we're explaining that, that there has to be this, that what, what the Egyptians were doing, this tremendous pressure that they were exerting onto us. And there were all these bad examples they were giving us with all the taiva and the ervas you know, haaretz and all this, you know, um, the, the, you know, 80-hour work week and, then, and, and whatever else, right? That was forcing us to connect to our root, to discover who we are, and as a result of that, is we grew uh, and became big. The result, but the root. There's two different things. There's the root, and there's the there's the um, crown, the pinnacle, right? The root of Adam is Adama. That's that's which represents a root. That represents that we are a ball of potential. I mean, your starting point is your ball of potential. Your ending point is your fully actualized, hopefully. In that regard, that's Adama speaks to that. There's other aspects. Like you said, Ish comes from the language of Ish. That's a different, that comes to say a different thing. We're trying to get back to pristine potential. Try to understand that we are potential. That I am someone, I have tremendous powers inside of myself that I can access, that I can grow, I can do things that I didn't think I could do. I have in me power. It's, it's, it's mind-blowing. I mean, you listen, you, you read or hear 
uh, if you're a Zoha, about the previous generations. You're talking about a couple generations ago. What what they what they would do, uh, we, we as 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 children, we can't we can't fathom, because we're not. But the truth is, we have it inside of ourselves, and if we are exposed to that type of pressure, then we go and we rediscover those deeper and deeper the cocos that lie inside, and then they can be misbotsings. They can they can sprout forth, and they can, can you can become a really beautiful person. Kind of connected to what we were talking about. So it wasn't complete bit of time. Okay. Connecting back to the earth. Yeah, I, I, it seems like you, no. You, you, what the Egyptians are trying to do is trying to make us Egyptians, trying to make us idol worshippers. I'm talking about what they're trying to do. Of course, what they're trying to do is all sorts of bad things. Okay. Talking about what that did for us. That pressure that they were exerting on us. They were trying to do, get us to do all the bad things. To crush us, to break us, to get us to do all their veros, everything else. But what that actually did do for us is just like the in Europe, the the, you know, the Christians used to, you know, make us pay taxes to bring preachers to preach to our own children the truth of Christianity. It's an obligation that you have to have. Right? Living in a Christian country, I mean, they can, they can choose to say no, but they have to be offered to hear the truth. <laughs> you understand? Like, try dealing with that. <laughs> like, you gotta pay for it but, too. You pay for it, but I'm saying, but I'm Just saying. Just like right now. But then, the, the what? You're trying to do it in New York. What are they trying to do? They're trying to change the whole curriculum. Were they going to bring Sec- preachers into the preachers, school? American preachers about secularism and all that stuff. So you have to have this. This is this is your this is your curriculum. You do the Jewish stuff too as well, but you got to have this first. But that curriculum is just math and for now chemistry and, and whatever else and gender decisioning and oh yeah and that's a point that's that's in there. Probably it's, and it's, it's not it's not yet in there. It's I don't know. Huh? It's part, of, it's part of the public school curriculum now. I don't know if it's man. I, I don't. I don't know if it's mandatory. The public schools could choose that for themselves. But. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. I don't I know. think it's part of the, yeah, the sensitivity to the. Hashem Yishmor. Yeah. Okay. Seriously. Hashem Yishmor. <laughs> but yes, theoretically, if that were to be the case, then even though that is certainly not something we, you know, would like, right? But but what we're hearing here is that then when the child comes home, and you have to talk to your child and you have to explain to them and they have to process information, they have to deal with it. You know, I was like, must have been like five years old, I remember my, my father talking to me about how like, you know, we're Jewish and, you know, like, they hate you. Like in the schools, like they're gonna, as soon as they find out you're Jewish, they're gonna start like coming after you and this, and like, you know, you have to be proud of being Jewish. and Like, that's not something that Usually, look as Jew, but but it makes you stronger. It makes you proud of being a Jew, like a deep, like a deeper understanding that like we're different, not just like a. So anyway, so the point is, yeah, theoretically, then that's 
So the Egyptians were trying to do all of this to break us, to destroy us. But on the contrary, from that, we discovered deep in ourselves who we really are and became stronger as a result of it. We blossomed as a result of it. Just a further than much, were we growing as something else? Say again? Were we growing as something else? As something else? What do you mean as something else? In the muscle, right? They came and they, 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 they pulverized us. They decimated us, right? And they the earth. smashed and, us in the earth. And what have we been doing up to that point? Growing as a different kind of species of flower. What have we been doing until? I'm just trying to understand no. the analogy. Let's, let's say, imagine you have a, a, a field that is bringing forth, you know, that's not really being plowed. Right? You, if you put some seeds in the ground, right? Shemitah year, right? You put some seeds in the ground, they fell maybe from the previous harvest. And you have sfichin, you have uh, little, little things that pop up here and there. But it's, it's, you can't even compare that to a field that's been plowed. The type of, the type of quality, size, and uh, produce that is going to bring forth. I mean, both fields are going to be bringing forth some fruit, right? But the plowed one is going to bring forth much greater fruit. So are we the, are we the ground here, or with these sprouting and stuff? The ground sprouts things. It's the the you always retain you're partially you're always a potential and you always also have some things that you're currently bupoil part of us Adam is always partially bukoach partially bupoil just like a field there's still more when the, gr- the ground doesn't transform and become um, pumpkins right but the ground brings forth pumpkins so now you have pumpkins, and you have the ground. The pumpkins is the bepoil part, and then there's still more ground, which next year will bring forth more pumpkins. So are we an Adam, or are we an Ish? You know, and there's both. As far as the soil of the field, we're Adam. As far as the, you know, that which comes out of the field, the pumpkins are the you know, the cabbage, the, that, then we're the ish or whatever word you want. Well, let me just get to the end of the paragraph. Uh, Lefika Hamar, Kevin Shahayu, Holchim, Miyad Hayu, Mavatsatsim. As soon as the Egyptians would leave, we would sprout forth. Vukol Hainyan, who Inyan Bilti Tivi Avalhu Tavar Nivdal. This is not a natural phenomenon, this is a concept that we're talking about, this is a spiritual reality we're discussing. That's what you just said. That's the possible that we spoke about back in the first few prokim of of Gurus Hashem, that the more they would afflict us, the more we would increase. Right? Numbers. Yes. And quality. Well, here we're telling you this also in quality. Right. 
It's the same concept. Why should it only work for numbers and not, not quality? The field will bring forth, if you plow your field, it'll make more pumpkins and better pumpkins. Yitzhak yeah. Avinu planted a field of wheat and he brought back Meisharim. A hundred times the assessed value, the assessed amount that would be. Right? How do you think he did that? Because he plowed his field a hundred times. I don't mean literally he plowed it, but he was a person who had plowed himself a hundred times over. Right? Through through Musa, through he was he was a uh, Yitzchak, right? He was he was completely mezuchah, completely tahor from all the self-isurum from he there wasn't one little bit of himself that he didn't grind into. And so being so connected to the Midas Hadin, he received all that, all that bracha, all that, uh, all that fertility. Okay, let's pause here.